What's up, what's up? This your boy Zip Gang. Two player, two player. We live, baby. Coming in this amazing Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, tapping in, yo. Uh, I worked on a consulting team that actually helped the Rams uh, come to uh, Los Angeles. So that was a pretty big, important deal for me. Uh, pretty important to me only because, I mean, when you look at what happened, how St. Louis even lost their team had to do with a lot of the work I do now because of criminal justice. Uh, right after Mike Brown passed, we had a few players, a couple of uh, wide receivers, Kenny Britt, Tavon Austin, might have been Ty Gurley, but uh, Stephen Bailey and one other cat, um, they all came out with their hands up, and they said, hands up, don't shoot. And literally, you know, they got uh, harassed as well as uh, they got uh, threatened by Jeff Rorter, who uh, – Big dog in the police department in St. Louis and told him, like, yo, you need to focus on playing football and not on, you know, what's going on. And, and the crazy thing was the issue of Ferguson happened in Ferguson, Missouri, which is not even in the city of St. Louis. So it's not like it was a direct shot at cops or, you know, city cops. It was just saying, like, yo, people hands up. How can you shoot them? So uh, to see that that happened, they get threatened. And then, obviously, that was an easy out for Stan Kroenke. He was like, yo, I'm ready to go anyway. Like, y'all bullshitting for real. I'm good. And so, uh, you know, looking at all of those things, all those factors, here we are. Man, barely, barely. Now, now in all honesty, the, the consultant for the move started happening in 2014. Uh, locally, they didn't believe it. I told them, I said, shit, man, this team already gone. And they're like, no, we're not going to lose it. You know, and a lot of the diehard, you know, Dinah Wool, serious Rams fans were pretty upset. But, and I don't blame them because, you know, hey, you lose your team. It's a team that, you know, hell, it's got its only Super Bowl championship in St. Louis. At, well, not, not after today. But prior to today, they only had their only Super Bowl ring in St. Louis. So um, it's going to be good for that organization. Great for the team and those players. A lot of those players were drafted in St. Louis, including Todd Gurley, one of the best running backs probably to play the game in a long time. Uh, so it's just it's very, very important, very uh, exciting to see that this happened for this team. Um, so I just want to shout out to all those players, uh, you know, who stand for justice, that are playing the game. We still trying to free Kaepernick, my frat brother. You know, a lot of people – of not supporting the game because they like, oh, man, Kaepernick ain't on the team. He should be on the team. Why are we supporting this? And I'm like, yo, man, incident to particular, you know, that's very important. At the same day, it's a lot of other players that are in the league that do support justice that definitely need our support. And so I say, hey, if you're making a conscious effort, say, hey, if Kaepernick doesn't pay, play, I'm not watching. I respect that. And um, I'm not one of those just because I got friends on other teams and other players in the league I support, and I look at how many lives are changed from playing this sport, good and bad, otherwise. Um, so I'm really grateful for all the brothers I know that uh, sacrifice their bodies, their minds, their spirit to put it up and say, hey, yo, I want to be in the league. So this your boy Zip Gang, two-player, two-player, shouting out. And, uh, man, we're going to really jump off the cliff with some other shit. I got some good shit coming up. Hit y'all in a second. Yo, 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 I'm back. This your boy. And I do not own the rights to any music I produce on this on any one of my episodes. You know the show is called Two Player, Two Player. Uh it had nothing to do with any of these uh artists. It's just two player, two player. I'm a deuce club. 
and it's two player, man. When you jump on the show, sometimes you'll see more uh, than one player on here. So you see two players, and that's really just all my uh, love for the game. I actually just got to play a game where I beat the fuck out of the Patriots with the Rams. So I'm looking at Madden to hold true to life, and we're going to make it happen. And uh, I really believe that it's a time for our people to start looking at all the different levels that we engage on in this system, in this society, and start thinking about how we can start building shit for ourselves and owning our own power. I'm big on that because I really believe that if we are to really change the tide and, and take, take our people to the next level, it's time for us to own our own power. So a lot of that work is not going to be done in one lifetime, but a lot of that work needs to start in this lifetime. So just that, that's my soapbox. I want to put that out there. Uh, yo, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Like I said on one of my other episodes, I just came back from Nashville doing a lot of work around live free, criminal justice reform. We came in, we did, uh, we, I met with a lot of folks, folks from the D, folks from everywhere. And it was uh, real beautiful, man, to see people come together. And uh, I started looking at uh, a lot of our justice spaces, and a lot of spaces I'm in, there's not a lot of brothers. And it's like, man, the majority of brothers are the ones getting locked up, but there are not a lot of brothers involved in uh, some of the powerful work we are doing to get it. So hopefully we see a lot of, and I mean by brothers, it's older brothers, pastors, and things like that. But I want to see some younger brothers get in and really change the narrative and be and, and really reimagine what's happening in our communities. Like, you got to be willing to die for this shit. I seen Diddy and Meek say, look, man, no more brothers going to jail for ignorant shit. And it's like, I don't think most brothers put their mind to say, yo, I'm going to jail for this ignorant shit. I just think ignorant shit happens and they end up on some ignorant shit. You know what I mean? So... I'm not going to say we're not going to do no more ignorance. I'm saying we're going to channel that energy and build positivity and build community. That's what we need to be focused on. And if we ain't focused on that, then we plan. You know what I'm saying? So, man, uh, you know, Trump only stopped, only opened back the government because, you know, motherfuckers is like, yo, we got Super Bowl coming up. Like, even in, even in ancient Rome, during the Olympics, like, yo, we cut the bullshit and made everything happen. Like, you can't be on bullshit and ask, you know, think you're supposed to, you know, try to get righteousness at the same time. Um, but I'm going to tell you, yo, I was in Atlanta last time the Rams won the Super Bowl. And I'll get back to Trump. I'm rolling up a stick, so forgive me. Hold up. All right. So, look. Yeah, so back to Trump. You know, back to Super Bowl. And I'll get back to Trump in a minute. I was there 19 years ago. In Buckhead, uh, you know, with Ice Storm, Rams won. I was with the Rams the night before they won. Shout out to Isaac Bruce. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Rocky Arsenault. Shout out to he don't play on the team, but he was the agent for uh, Isaac uh, for my big dog, big homie Marshall, uh, Marshall Falk. Big OG put me in the game uh, on a lot of levels. You know what I'm saying? He ain't let me working on his players yet, but that's another story. So we'll talk about that. But uh, no. Um, just to realistically, you know, the whole energy of that Super Bowl was fucking amazing. I mean, my mom's that came in town, made me and my roommates, my line brothers, some food. Yo, it was amazing. So, short along, I was with the Rams the night before they won their first Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I got witnesses, so it ain't like I'm making this shit up. We was at my line brother crib. He had a whole mansion overlooking the whole goddamn city. And it was amazing. And uh, the traffic probably wasn't nearly as bad as it is now in Atlanta because we actually, like, moved around. You ain't even see nobody in town. Probably because... It was the Rams versus Tennessee Titans. I don't think those two teams at the time were like teams that niggas was like, yo, I want to see the Rams. I want to see the Titans. But they were playing in the Georgia Dome. So we loved it. We ATL to the heart. Uh, ATL raised me, uh, you know, from the Lou. 
But uh, ATL raised me. Uh, LA made me. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just what it is. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, it's just amazing to see uh, what's happening on another level uh, this year in the Super Bowl. I'm not down there, but I did see some of my people down there posting their pictures, heading the events. And uh, beautiful for them, man. I love it, man. Everybody get it in. But, yo, the Rams finna kick some ass. But back to Trump, bitch ass. And, uh, and I say that lightly, you know what I'm saying? Because I respect the office of the president. And, you know, but I'm going to say he on some bitch ass shit because he, you know, he's like, I'm going to stop it until y'all pass. You know, that type of shit. But I think the real thing about the wall is looking at Monroe Doctrine, looking at a lot of the historical precedents that's being set that if we pass this border wall, what does that say? Uh, it's just so much at stake here. It's so much that you can unpack in that that say that we're going to put a wall, a wall around the whole country, a wall around what? Is it locking us in or keeping us out? And then what about, so if they doing that on the external, what are they doing in space and in the sky to block our net from us seeing what's really going on? I really believe we not look at what we see when we look up at the sky is not what's being really projected. I think that a lot of this shit is being done to manipulate our minds, manipulate our conscience, manipulate our entire outlook on what we see. I think when you look at, uh, Go back and look at movies like uh, Terminator. Look at Skynet. What was Skynet trying to do? Block out the sun. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is deep, man. This shit gets so deep. And the technology might say, hey, fuck it. We can block out the sun. We don't need the sun to survive. And so my answer to that is, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it is for us to have biomimicry and include technology and nature together. So that way we don't run out... This synthetic world we start to live in starts being reimagined, and, and and something we have to program to where we combine synth synthetic nature with nature, nature. So these are the things that uh you know I'm reimagining on a constant day, on a constant basis, trying to really get my mind right and see what's good. But like I said, man, I'm just piping in. This is two player, two 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 player. Your boy Zip Goo G O U L D. So. I want you to be inspired today. I want you to be inspired this week. This is this. This I want you to have your own Super Bowl experience, and not just watching the game. I want you to go to the championship. I want you to win. I want you to feel what it's like to be MVP. I want you to feel what it's like this to 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 push yourself to the limit, to make yourself be the best in the league, to be the best in the world, a world champion, and you a champion every day. I'm out. This your boy Zip.